a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. And we are back. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive with me today. And Ken's out here in Aurora, just off of really Colfax and 225, a little bit east of there. But if you're going east on Colfax, just look to the left, and you cannot miss him. If you're coming west from, what's the road west of you, or east of you? Uh, east uh, Chambers. So if you're coming, cha- sorry, yeah. that's what I was trying to think. Yeah. So if you're coming off of Chambers and heading west, west then you're going to look to the right. Yep, exactly. You, you can't miss him. And yeah. uh, right across the Chevy dealer that's yep. right there, Lynn Lyle's yeah, right across from Caddy you. Corner, yep. You can't, right. can't miss it, so... Yeah. Uh, Perry and Aurora, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Hi, Ken. How you doing? Doing great, Perry. How about yourself? Speaking of Aurora. Doing great. Yeah, doing great also. Good. Yeah, I had a, had a couple of car questions on Lexus for you. Yes. I had a comment on the feature. Um, yeah, it's probably nothing to worry about, but I noticed uh, uh, that the coolant level drops down to the minimum fill line. And no matter how many times I refill it with that expensive fluid, it just keeps going down there. So I finally gave up. Huh. Is, is that normal? Is that normal? Um, not really, but you haven't noticed any drips or anything? No, it just, yeah, it's like it just keeps going down there. I don't know, huh. It boils off. It just boils off, I guess. No. Yeah. How often do you have to add? Oh, I it, it it happened so often. Like I said, I just I burned through a five gallon bottle of Toyota the cooler that I gave up. <laughs> huh. It just didn't last. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe you can look at it next time I yeah. bring it in. Yeah, because usually it'll leave yeah. like marks of staining and stuff like that. So yeah, we can definitely take a peek at that. I mean, we always look for that anyway. But yeah, nothing really has stood out in the past anyway. So yeah, and then I was wondering about the headlights. Replace the um, the HIDs and then the uh, DRL halogen bulbs. And I was wondering if those need uh, align aligning. Just changing the bulbs, you usually don't need to realign or anything like that. Are they are those starting to haze over just a little bit? I can't remember, Perry. Oh, the the lens outside. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah. So that's where your light's going because it's just not dispersing onto the road anymore. But okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw something in the owner's manual that mentioned uh, an adjustment to those, and I didn't know if I needed to do that or not. Shouldn't, yeah, shouldn't need to, yeah, because they once they're set, they're set, and yeah, as long as they hadn't been in any crashes or anything like that, the headlights usually stay where they're stay where they need to be. Uh-huh. Okay. And that, uh, I don't know what you call it, that um, uh, rotating feature where they, they track, you know, as you turn the wheel. Oh, huh. Uh, I can't really detect, you know, there's a switch that, uh, under the dash. You can switch it on and off. I can't really detect any difference. 
Yeah, so. if those lenses are hazed over, you wouldn't because the light is being refracted into the air, basically. It's not being focused in a certain spot. So uh. it will just, you know, it'll just refract into the air about the same way. So it's that there's no focal point for that headlight to actually hit the ground. So it's, yeah, the, the hazing over is really... <laughs> yeah, it sure does decrease the amount of light that you're able to use for actually seeing. Still be seeing, yeah. but you just can't see yourself. So it's Yeah, I hate those things. Um Yeah. It seems everybody's got those nowadays that they just fog over. Yeah. I don't know if they remedied that in newer cars or not. No. And uh then finally I had a, a feature it'd be difficult for me to live without. Um it seems like every well, air conditioning is pretty much standard. I was surprised to sit in the back of a Prius uh, uh, Model C, and it didn't have power windows. Hmm. That, that I, I, you know, and I very seldom even get in the back seats of the press cars I drive. So that could be. I don't normally get back there much. Right. Yeah, and no I don't need to. Yeah, we don't ever look in the back of like the yeah. vehicles that we have. Yeah, it's real rare. Yeah, I was using a ride-sharing uh, service, and, um, I mean, the thing was really bare bare bones. Didn't have carpet, had rubber floor mats. Huh. And uh, so that, that surprised me. So um, another thing that's becoming, it seems like, more common is heated seats. But uh, I really, boy, I, I, I tell you, I love the air-cooled circulated seats. Even yeah. more, I, I can't argue that. Yeah. I like. I, yeah. I'm not a heated seat guy. I know a lot of folks are. My wife being one of those. I but at the cool seats, that part I like very well, Perry. Yeah, because you can arrive someplace without your back all. Sweaty. That's exactly right. Yeah, I'm usually run a little hot, so the heated seat thing for me is not a huge, huge issue. But I do like them when they're cooled. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will not deny that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's still pretty rare, I think, isn't it? Uh, not as much as you think. It's becoming more and more popular. A lot of vehicles are now starting to come with cooled seats. I think they're coming out with different technology on how to... Or, it makes I it mean, easier it for them to do it. makes it easier to do it and doesn't cost as much. Right. And they can just... And probably cost them less because the seat has less material in it. You know, True. Because Good it's point. got air, you know... Good about, point. Possibly, but who knows? Maybe it costs more to make. Who knows? You pay more for it either way. So. That's true. <laughs> That's, Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll include, uh, well, a lot of features that were luxury features have now become more standard. Standard, yeah. You know, that over the years. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Well, that's all I had then. Good stuff. Okay. No, well, Perry, appreciate well, it as always. Yeah, well, thank appreciate you. it, Perry. Somebody asked a question a moment ago, too, as to why, if you look on the Internet, and it's kind of true if you look around at some of the dealer lots and so on, Ram trucks, whether it's their 1500, 2500, 3500 series, uh, there's more inventory of those than there are Chevys and Fords. And somebody asked the question a moment ago, is that a reliability issue, or is it because maybe it's you know interior-wise, exterior-wise, it's getting a little long in the tooth? In other words, they haven't done any refreshes on the truck. I think it's the latter, not the prior. Every truck out there, diesel, gas, whatever, they've all got their own little idiosyncrasies of things that can go wrong. And sure. it's pretty much across the board. And I every manufacturer, yeah, I every won't get into all company, the details right. of each individual one because each one of them has different things that you can sure. run into. Yeah. I, I don't definitely don't think it's the reliability uh, factor as much as it's the styling. 
and the interior end of things. Now, I will say this. I frankly don't think there's anything wrong with the interior of a Ram truck. I, I was telling Ken that earlier, that if you look at some of the newer trucks versus you know what, uh, you know, I've got a 2022 TRX, and you look inside the interior of that truck, and, and I've got other Ram trucks that we own in our fleet, and frankly, the interior of them is fine. I have no issues with them whatsoever. Styling-wise, though, they haven't done any refreshes for a while. It has become kind of... I guess you could say a little long in the tooth when it comes to the restyling end of things. Now, not that the styling is bad. I don't think it's bad, but people like changes. Right. They like to see things refreshed, and I think probably more so now than ever before. It used to be they could run a, they could run a truck 10 years without doing a refresh. Yeah. They're not doing that much anymore. They typically will do a refresh sooner than that. Ram hasn't done one of those. Uh, it's been a while. Now... I say it's been a while. It's been a while in relation to what I just said. (laughs) In relation to how many years, no, it hasn't been that long. But if you look at what Chevy and Ford have done on some of the restyling, and Ford's got a new F-150 coming, GM just redid theirs, yes, it's making the Ram look old now, and I think that's part of what's going on there. I don't have the exact answers, but that's my gut feeling. I don't think it's a reliability issue as much as it is just a consumer want of what's out there. And they want the latest and greatest. If they're going to go spend, you know, in some cases, $70,000 for a half-ton truck, which that, don't be surprised, that's about what they're spending. And as much as 100 on a full-size HD, you know, if you buy a crew cab, dually, non-dually, whatever, you can spend 90 to 100 grand. When they're spending that much, they do want the latest and greatest in look, and that's what they're buying. So that's my feeling as to why some of that's gotten longer inventory-wise on the Ram side versus the GM and Ford side. Your thoughts, Ken? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it, they all look good. and But like you said, the with the F, F Series and the and the GMs, yeah, it's just a, I, it's, it's a, up, you know, it's yep. all new and greatest and latest and greatest. I have no stuff, other so, explanation, yeah. guys, other, you know. literally other, other than that. I just, I don't know what else it would it would possibly be. Uh, we got. Let's take another call before we take a break. Uh, John and Loveland, you're next. Go ahead. Hi, uh, uh, gentlemen. Uh, I'm up here in Loveland, but I want to uh, talk about uh, a problem with a van. My daughter's driving out of state. Okay. Um, but before I do that, I, I would just uh, give you a hint, John, of a problem that uh, occurred to me locally. I parked my Suburban outside. And it's now that time of year again where the critters are looking for sure a warm is. place. Sure <laughs> is. And I solved the problem after being victimized by it. Um, uh, the critter cut through the uh, high-voltage um, wiring from the module to the center of the distributor. Wow. And, and uh, the way I cured it was I blew all the leaves and nesting material out of there um, behind the distributor, and then I... About this time of every year, I take some mint-flavored mouthwash and spritz it around the oh, good idea. Uh, inert area. Great idea. Yeah. And uh, I they don't like that. they don't like that fresh smell. Anything mint. That's yeah, right. They and they don't. and they don't like the fresh smell either. So between those two, uh, that yeah, great tip, John. I'll share that on Fix It Radio. That's a great tip. What particular mouthwash okay. did you yeah, use? Yeah, any, any <laughs> scope or what was it? <laughs> I think it was Listerine. Listerine. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, and yeah. my 
And my vehicle's dental checkup is... <laughs> good one. Good one, John. You open that hood it. or mouth, and it looks good, good under there. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, good that's one. Awesome. <laughs> the other uh, comment I wanted to uh, share, as far as your answer to the question of the day, yes. I would not buy a vehicle if they had followed through and deleted the AM radio from it. Oh, you know what? I can't argue that one. Yeah. Because that's the band that gives you the traffic reports, the yeah, weather right. reports, Good point. all the updates. Good yeah. point. Now, yeah. the problem I'm really calling about is a problem with a 20, 2016 uh, Chrysler Town & Country van that okay. my daughter had out of state. Um, it's got 190-some-odd thousand miles on it. Um, it's a 3.6 engine. Okay. And it uh, it's a flex vehicle. Uh, but she has had multiple occasions where she's driving on, on the interstate or a highway, and it will just die. Hmm. And I've heard that there uh, supposedly was a relay that was causing this problem, but I wanted to check with you guys and see if you've heard anything uh, that a single component uh, could cause this. I've also heard that the ignition switch is suspect. Can be, yeah. yes. We've had a couple of Chrysler products where we haven't been able to duplicate any issues and no codes, nothing. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to say. But, yeah, those are mm -hmm. some of the more popular things, the ignition switch. The Does it have the old key where it's like a key but there's no key and you stick it in the little pocket and turn it to actually start the car? Um. That's a good question. In other words, it doesn't, I mean, it it's, looks like a key fob, but the key fob's actually the key. It's just a plastic thing yeah, it's just that a little, goes in and turns it. It's got it like little nibs on the end of it. You stick it in and then turn that, and that's sort of the key. Or is it push button? Yeah, I Town I and country, it, probably push button. I can't remember. Those, yeah. yeah. Well, now, now that you mentioned, I think it does have a key that you can remove and use it to unlock the door. Okay. In case the battery is dead, you know. But, but when you start it, is it push button, or do you use the fob to start it physically? That's a question I was wanting to ask her before I called in, but I well, and, if you, and the reason I ask that is if it is the kind where you put it in and turn it, not with an actual physical metal key, but if it's the plastic fob and you, you those are prone for having problems. Yeah, and that would now be it, the first it, thing I would look at if, in fact, it's that style of of start mechanism. Yeah. So if uh, if it has a fob. The way to cure that problem would be never to use the fob. Doesn't it sense the fob in the vehicle? Well, if it's, the, if it's the style I'm thinking, and I can't remember on a town and country if they use this or not. Right. So I don't, on the trucks, yeah. they for sure did. If it was a truck, it has this, and that would be one of the first things I would look at. In that case, it's a combination fob-ignition-switch combo. Yeah. Win win okay. module. The, there you yeah, go. The, the ignition switch is called the mod, win, win and they, module. And they work in conjunction. Yeah. And then it's pre now, reprogrammed. And, if it's yeah. push button, it's it, we might have something different. And we, I need more info first. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll get in touch with her and, and possibly get back to you. Uh, and you can text week. me and, or email me on that too, John, whatever works best. Okay. Great. I really appreciate your show, guys. Well, thank Keep you. No, we appreciate yeah, you listening, John. You. Appreciate it very much. All right. All right. Have a great one. <clears throat> yeah, and that's one of those where I wish Ken from memory I knew all of that, but well, right. Well, and, and the town and country is kind of the the more loaded versions of right. of the caravans and stuff. So uh, you know, it's it 
probably a push button being a 16. So, uh, Charlie, do I need to take a break right now? I can't remember. I apologize. Have I taken my first break yet? I lose track. I, I need to then. Okay, that's what I thought. So hang tight. Steve and Louie will be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Never know how. Whether it's 2 in the afternoon or 2 in the morning, if your vehicle breaks down, it's good to have a reliable business you can call. Like our Napa Auto Care Center. We provide roadside assistance service 24-7 to make sure our valued customers get the help they need as soon as possible. So if you ever need assistance, our Napa Auto Care Center is the best phone call you can make. Just call. We'll be there to help. Find your nearest location at NapaOnline.com. Napa You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Leuenberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. We are back, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Louie, you're next. Who'd you say? Louie, how are you? I am good, John. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I will see you this week, probably. Yes, I was going to go by last week, but the boys weren't there. No, it's fine. This week's fine. Not a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, quick question for you. 
Um, <clears throat> so I'm actually doing something that I dread, working on my caravan <laughs> that it makes my house you, payment. Okay, so. I got it, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I went by Napa yesterday, and I've always used the Babylon high mileage. Mm-hmm. Um, but that stuff's $12 a quart now. It's not getting any cheaper. Napa, no, and the guy at Napa, the uh, parts man at Napa said, well, our Napa brand is blended at the same uh, manufacturing plant as the Valvoline. It is. And it's on. And it, okay. That's okay. correct. Uh, so probably same um, uh, ad packs and everything in it? Not exactly, no. Okay, do I need to get some BG in and, and yes. throw it on top of there? Yes. Which, which BG? MOA. Yep. MOA? Yeah. Okay. One thing, too, when helps. you're buying oil like that, ask them how much the five-quart deal jug is also. Because they did, they didn't have those except like oh. in Mobile One oh, and okay. Pins, Pins Oil, uh, uh, synthetic, etc. Oh, okay. Because sometimes I've found, yeah, yeah with uh, and and not, even in the Napa brand, yeah, sometimes the Napa brand will even be you know maybe fifty cents cheaper in a, a five gallon jug than it would be in the individual quarts. Yeah. Yeah, no, they didn't have that, oh, okay. and I wasn't going to put full sure. synthetic in my van. It's got two hundred thousand. All it's got to make it is is another two hundred thousand, and I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then John, real quick, can I give a shout out to uh, thank you to somebody who does not advertise sure. on your radio? Of course, Louie. Okay, uh, so one of our members up at the American Legion, elderly man, and he was having issues with his two thousand four Yukon. A uh, bunch of codes being thrown in that. So I just did a cold call up at Christian Brothers Automotive okay. up on Church Ranch in Wadsworth. Yeah, yeah. No, where they're at, yeah. We were treated like royalty. Oh, well, nice. Yeah. They're all, yeah, as so you know, they, those are all independently owned and operated. So, yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, they treated Randy so well and, and treated us so well, we even bought him a pizza party on Friday. Well, that's great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So... Anyway, I will leave you with that. Oh, one other quick question. Uh, how do you like the ceramic on your black truck? Very nice. Doesn't it, it, doesn't it work? Have yeah, well, in fact, we get Roy on here, I think, in the next week or two. I was going to try to have him on uh, last weekend, and things just didn't pan out being towards the end of the month. Uh, but here in the next week or two, Louie will get him back on. And, yes, it's, I'm, I'm a believer in it. Yes, the, it, the way he did it and so on, yes, it worked very well. Excellent. Boy, I'm well, like I say, on my wife's GTO, I mean, I still love it, and that—that's no, it works very old. well. So, no, I'm very, very yeah. satisfied. And we'll, we'll have him, we'll have, again. We'll have him on here. We're we're gonna do some things together. So we'll we'll you'll hear some ads and stuff running for him as well. So, oh, good, very good. So appreciate well, it. I will see. You. Okay. I will see you this week. I'll and see you this thank week you for your help. So go, Giant, go thanks, Louie. Appreciate nope. and throw it. Right, have a great rest of your day. I appreciate it. That's my pinstriper for all of you listening. We do lots of things together, and the show that we do up in Westminster, up at American. Legion, that's Louis guys and all of that. And if you want something pinstriped, reach out to me. I'll get you his number, even a sign painted, whatever. Louis is is the man. He is the best of the best of the best. And I don't say that lightly because I've seen a lot of guys do it, but he literally is the best. So appreciate you, Louis. Steve, go ahead. Good afternoon, John. Just a quick follow-up on your caller on the DMV. To my knowledge, the only DMV that's open on Saturdays is the one in our hood, at Research and Union, and they have people driving from Junction, Trinidad, all over the state, because a lot of people, that's their only day to get it done. And in talking to GM, they import other staffers 
from other DMV offices. Hmm. And um, so they could rotate, and the people that are normally there during the week get their time off. But I'll tell you what, that thing, it opens at 8 on Saturdays, and there's a lineup starting at 7 a.m. with people sipping their coffee, rain or shine. And they're really happy to have a DMV open on Saturday at 8 o'clock. Wow. Yeah, and then the other issue uh, is lithium-ion batteries. We've talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you'll, you'll probably read there's a reason that the airlines and TSA or whatever do not want anything with a lithium-ion battery in checked luggage in a cargo hold. Sure. Now, when those things go thermal runaway, there is, as you probably know, there is fire detection and suppression in the cargo holds, but you don't know without eyes on what that is affecting. Is it, is it affecting structure, control systems? True. So you've got to know some of that stuff is getting through. So not a good idea, and we're about to see, as we've talked about, the EV battery fires on charging in homes is getting carried away. And now in close second place, is EV batteries on the bikes. Yeah. So I, I think they're kind of under-engineered, and like we talked about, it doesn't appear to be in a UL certification where they do the testing. So I guess I don't get it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I get it. Steve, yep. as always, appreciate right. you, man. Great. Have, you know, have a great you. rest of your Thank afternoon. You. Marty, hang tight. We'll take our bottom of the hour break. Come back. A half an hour left. Lines are open. 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. If you have a vehicle breakdown or accident, there's more to being towed than just having a guy with a big truck show up. If a vehicle isn't properly towed, it can make a bad situation worse, damaging your expensive vehicle. That's why our Napa Auto Care Center doesn't trust our valued customers to anyone else. We provide towing services done right 24-7. If you need a tow, call our Napa Auto Care Center. Find your nearest store at NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how! Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take aim. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take aim. 720-895-0500. And let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? 
that debt ratio is too high, we can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Equal credit lender. Are you ready to revolutionize your ride? Look no further than Legacy Automotive Boulder, your one-stop destination for all your automotive needs. We're here to take your driving experience to the next level, whether you're an eco-warrior or a diesel enthusiast. We know you love the power and endurance of your diesel engine. At Legacy Automotive Boulder, we speak diesel fluently. Our skilled mechanics have years of experience in diesel service, repairs, and maintenance. From routine checkups to major overhauls, we've got you covered. We'll keep your diesel engine roaring with efficiency and provide you with the exceptional service you deserve. But that's not all. Legacy Automotive Boulder offers a range of services for all types of vehicles. From oil changes to brake repairs, tire rotations to transmission maintenance, we're here to ensure your ride performs at its peak. Our state-of-the-art facility is equipped with the latest diagnostic tools so you can trust our experts to accurately diagnose and fix any issue. And did we mention our commitment to satisfaction? At Legacy Automotive Boulder, we pride ourselves on delivering a five-star experience. From the moment you step through our doors, our friendly staff will greet you with a smile and provide personalized attention. We believe in transparency and integrity so you'll always know what services you need and why. Your satisfaction is our driving force. So why wait? Experience the Legacy Automotive difference today. Just go to LegacyAutoBoulder.com to book an appointment. Whether you're an EV enthusiast, a hybrid aficionado, or a diesel devotee, we're here to keep you on the road with confidence. Legacy Automotive Boulder, where expertise meets excellence. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. 
Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, we are back. Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive with me today as well, which I appreciate very much. Marty in Colorado Springs, you are next. Good morning, John. Good morning, Marty. So it's that time of year where I'm checking the antifreeze in all my vehicles. All righty. Good job. And, well, not so much. I'm a little embarrassed to say my everyday F-150 2010 5.4, I'm checking the antifreeze. And it's kind of brown, <laughs> okay, and gunky. Okay, so he's flushed. Kind of, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I thought something I could do myself. The the drain plug is kind of useless. It, I got a gallon out of that, at a little dribble. After a long time, I kept poking the hole to see if it's clogged. The lower hose on these, I've been told. Well, I look at it. It's got a plastic conduit and a goofy clamp and they tell me that that conduit breaks half the time yeah or that elbow breaks so i'm kind of thinking this is beyond my pay grade right here so i would on uh, that particular vehicle i would replace all the hoses at this time too mm -hmm. because those plastic Uh Those plastic uh, junctions and stuff like that, yeah, they will typically either start leaking or they will break completely. Uh huh. Yeah. So at a reputable shop, what am I looking at? Three hundred dollars. Uh, you're probably looking closer to probably six or seven. Right. Really? Yeah. The hoses themselves, you're going to be looking probably three and four. Yeah, three to four hundred just on the hoses. Okay. Well, they didn't seem hard to me, but maybe they are. Yeah. Did did you uh, did you see a heater hose on that? <laughs> those are the those are the tough ones. Yeah. Uh, the heater hoses are there. Yeah. I. I where they connect? A, yeah. I even put a, a cutoff valve in the middle of that that hose when my climate control needed replacing, and oh, sure. I took the whole that took the whole dash apart myself to replace that heater. Uh, Blendor. That's Blendor. another. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess that answers my question on that. Uh, I had uh, a, a little aside question there for you. Well, okay. Yes, I don't only buy a vehicle with power steering anymore and AM radio. Uh, but my other comment was you had a lady, I think, talking about driving her scooter. To work or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she was up in the Loveland area. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was thinking that was a great idea. Uh, I've got a boy uh, up at uh, Fort Collins. He bought himself an electric scooter because the parking okay. uh, parking parking. Yeah, not a bad idea. I agree. Well, I thought he was doing all right on that. Uh, uh, the campus there hates automobiles by the way oh yes and well that's yes they do mm-hmm. <laughs> and so there's uh well-defined bike and scooter paths all over they've got uh, little white poles uh 
to keep you safe away from the tra- uh, car traffic. Okay. And freshman girl turned right in front of him, and he hit her. So, oh, boy. He's going to recover, but uh, it's going to take a while. Oh, yeah. That's too bad. So you got to consider. Wow. There's other crazy drivers out there. Yeah, there. No, it's like being on a motorcycle, Marty. Same deal. It's not you that you worry about. It's everybody around you. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and Marty, the same thing happens. People don't realize that when you drive a, a nice car, fancy car, exotic car, hot rod, whatever, kind of the same deal. People tend to look at you and their hands are going to move the steering wheel where they're looking, and so you become a target, and it's one of those things when you own those kind of vehicles, motorcycles, and so on, you have to be really careful because they're going to, quote-unquote, attack you when they wouldn't if you were driving something else. Yeah, right. I've actually had that experience in my collector cars. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they're paying. They're focused on you. They're aiming at you. They're not paying attention to what the car's doing in front of them. Nope. And, and they just know, go where their eyes are. Just, yeah, exactly. You so really, ha- as you know, Marty, because you've experienced it, you really have to be paying attention to that. Collateral damage. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's partly why there's days of the of the week or times or whatever where I, I won't take one of my classic cars out. It's just, it, it, no, it's yeah. a no. I'm not no. going anywhere. I'm yeah. not going to risk that. Yeah. I will not drive my old cars on I-25 north of Monument Hill to Denver anymore. I cannot it's argue just, that, Marty. Yeah, they're doing 100, 110 up there. Yeah, I cannot argue that. Yeah, it's just it's not worth it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. No, good. And Marty, yeah. hope your boy recovers. Um, yeah. I, I really feel bad. So. Definitely. Well, thank you. You're very welcome, Marty. Let us know how he's doing. And, yeah, you've got to be so careful on, on all of that. Well, you know, and, and, and any time, I mean, even – pedestrians walking i mean at nighttime especially this time of year when the lights are you know or when the sun is going to be dark driving home at night there are so many people dressed in black yep um you know you can't see them on you know you just can't see them and they're waiting at the light yep. and they don't pay attention they're on their phones walking across the crosswalks on their if phones I, if i was stuff, doing I mean, any of was, that yeah scooter even i don't own a motorcycle anymore used to but if you did today I would be one, and I know it looks goofy. I'd wear a I'd wear a reflective a refl- vest. Yeah, I sure. just I, I don't see think a lot I'd get that. anywhere yeah. around that without yeah. having one of those on, just because you, you're. I want to be visible to the people right. that are around exactly. me to, yeah. to let you know to know that you're you're there. So, Bob yeah. and Thornton, go ahead. Well, before I forget, I called uh, about something else, but I want to touch on the on your uh, subject for the day. Uh, the two things, well, that I would want on a car: uh, power lift gate. Or a power trunk, this one. Yeah, good uh, idea. Yeah. Most cars now have this, but they, if do. they didn't. Yeah, well, most cars have this, but um, uh, I'd I want this as the uh, blind spot indicator. Yeah, um, and a lot, you know, not all do, but more and more do now, Bob. Now, if you're looking at a used car that's, say, five, six years old, you're going to have to look because they may or may not have it five or six years ago, right. to your point. The other thing, the other thing that I absolutely do not want unless it has uh, a way to uh, disable is stop start at red lights what are we saving here a dime and most of them have year. a button where you can start but you have you to have do to, that every time every you get time in time you start it yeah. yes exactly i've had cars that no you can't there are some it. i've gotten some messages from folks in the past there are some companies out there that make some kits that will disable the start stop on not every vehicle but a lot of them so that is something that is a feature that can be disabled permanently yeah 
Yeah, that, that was a feature that I don't know why it ever came along. Cause it's oh, cafe, you can thank the government for that one, Bob. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, on the on the caller with the Nissan Leaf, tell him he's got, well, he's probably still listening. He, his vehicle is devolving, not evolving, Correct. devolving a golf cart. And they have a lot of uses for them. Uh, the people jumped on those things when they because they were so dirt cheap. Right. And went through the federal and state uh, thing at it's an OEV. There must all be the same. Well, no, that one's garbage. But it's still good for something, and it's good for teenage kids to go back and forth to school. No, they are. And, and again, I, I'm not against them. As you guys all know, I'm not against them at all, even that particular vehicle. But that's one where, and I just looked it up to verify I was correct, and I am correct on on my battery expense. Now, there are some people out there that claim, and I don't know these people, so I can't vouch. There's some guy there's some guy in New York I was looking up on the Internet that claims he can fix a Nissan Leaf battery. Now, keep in mind, you got to be there because you're not shipping these things anywhere because they're way too heavy. But he claims he can fix one. But again, Bob, I, I can't verify any of that. And I'm just one where on that vehicle specifically, I would not repair it. I, I would be trading it off and doing something else. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, there is some uses for them, and I'll give you another good use for them. Uh, you can use that for a tow behind behind a uh, motorhome. Yes. Good idea. And yeah. you nurse it along, and you don't need any more than 10, 15, 20 miles round trip. True. It's good. It's not a motorhome. It's good. Go good point. To the store. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, good point, Bob. Yeah. Light. Well, yeah. Kind of light. yeah, not really light, light but, yeah, right. yeah, but, <laughs> but not a small bad vehicle idea. to tow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, I, you know, as far as. Uh, for instance, I don't get rid of a cell phone because I need the latest and greatest. You know when I get rid of it? The when it won't charge anymore. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Time for a new phone. Only last two you hours. You can get Yeah. You can get a miles out of them for a kid going back and forth to school. No, for a first-time driver, it's a great idea. Yeah, exactly. Somebody that's mm-hmm. not reliant on... Yeah, you're you driving know, to and from high school or whatever. It might be getting, you know, I don't know, 15 miles a day or so. Yeah, it'd right. be perfect. Yeah, not a primary okay. transportation. Yeah, no, Bob, for, thanks. That, yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a, a great idea. So, yeah. yes, if you're still listening, it's a great place to even try to market one. So, uh, Aaron, hang on. We'll come right back to you. we got a couple lines open, 303-477-5600. One last segment, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Never know how. Okay, your week is crazy. Your local Napa Auto Care Center understands. That's why we're open Saturday and Sunday for your convenience. Get that oil change you've been putting off way too long. Be done with those squeaky brakes that are on your last nerve. We get it. Our Napa Auto Care Center is opened all weekend when you maybe don't have soccer, dance class, or a late meeting at work. Call for a weekend appointment now. We're NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly. And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to champ. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day. The birth of a child. 
An oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, last segment, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks, by the way, everybody calling in and all the text messages. I appreciate it very much. You can text always. We answer those as much as I possibly can, uh, even off air. So if you're listening to a replay show at Sunday and you want to get a question answered, feel free to text us, 307-200-8222. The call-in line, still got, still got time for a few more questions here, 303-477-5600. But, Aaron, you're next. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, uh, on my plow truck, it's a uh, 96 Chevy uh, K2500 okay. with the 5.7 uh, 4L80, mm-hmm. and then it had the electric shift transfer case in it. Okay. And uh, last last winter, or I'd always kind of had problems with it shifting into four-wheel drive, and especially into low. And then <clears throat> last winter, it finally went to where the transfer case caused it to not have reverse, but it would go forwards. And uh, so I had uh, a manual shift transfer case that I put in it. And so the transfer case works fine now. Okay. Um, but when I'm, when I put it, cause I, I like if there's any amount of snow cause I'm up in the mountains here. Uh, I always put it in low to, to push any decent amount of snow. Yeah, with makes it. sense. Sure. I would. Yeah. Good idea. And, yeah. and, uh, but now, uh, when I put it in low, then the transmission 
it won't it, it starts out in first but then i have to rev it up a lot to get it to shift in the second and i'm assuming that's because it doesn't have the feedback now to tell the transmission computer that it's in low and to adjust the speedometer shift points you're right right you're correct yep so my my thought is i'm going to just plug the uh transfer case shift motor back into the wiring harness and then uh when i manually put it in the low then i would hit the button on the dash to put it in the low and it'll think it's in low at that point probably yeah i think that would work yeah that yeah yeah i think it would think it's at least it well it would know that it's in i I don't think because that's just got a motor that turns the it just turned the shaft right. in the T case, right. so it's got right. the clock ring and everything into the motor itself to where it would know that's the position it's in. Yeah, I think you'd be okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you should be. Yeah. You know, maybe try Can't to hurt. mount that yeah. or, you know, encase it a little bit or something. I don't know. If, you know, figure right. out a way to, you know, keep it, you know, the, the electrical end of it kind of dry. I don't know, you know, take a Tupperware and cut a hole in it or something. <laughs> I mean, I mean get, get, yeah, right. you know, get, get ingenious there. Yeah, right. I'll be able to do that somehow. Exactly, yeah. Just keep okay. that one. Yeah, I mean, I just keep it dry. You should be, you know, dry as in the end that would normally be in the T case. Not, right. you know, the motor's, right. you know, weatherproof, but that yeah. other end is not. Yeah. Sure. Well, so, yeah, I mean, I almost that, would take a small piece of Tupperware, cut a U-shape in it where it'll fit over right. the end of that and yeah. seal it back up, put a little silicone around it and call it good. That's right. Yep. Okay. But I yep. think, I think uh, you're on the right track. Yeah, I don't see why that wouldn't work, Aaron. Yeah, I wouldn't see why not. Okay. Nice work, but good good job. Good. Nice work around. Yeah, good thinking. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I have another question on my backup plow truck. Sure. It's a 1981, uh, I think, uh, Ford uh, F-250 with the 351 carbureted. Okay. And uh, it it was running when I parked it last winter, and then I went to go start it up just to make sure everything was good uh, last week. And it, it wouldn't start. It wasn't getting gas up to the carburetor. Okay. And so it's got a mechanical fuel mm-hmm. pump. But when I was looking up parts for it, for the pump for it, it also lists an electric intake pump. Mm-hmm. Those had both. Does it have dual it, tank? It, it, Does it have dual it, tank? It has dual tank. Okay. The, rear, got the two. rear tank never worked, but I never worried about it. Okay. Yeah, because those had one in each, as you know. Yeah. They had okay. a pump in each. I wasn't. I knew the. I knew the the 460, the slightly newer, or the fuel injected 460s had the high pressure pump on the on the frame rail, and then the Feeder. electric pumps in the right. tank. That depending on which pump in the tank, correct, was yeah. electrified. But I didn't didn't realize that this older one had electric pump in the tank as yeah, well. Yeah, they used it as kind of a lift pump to get up to the manual pump is what they did. Right. They used it for the switching yeah. valve, too. Yeah, in they, yeah, they, yeah. Cases, yeah. yeah exactly. The newer yeah. Ones yes. I don't know why yeah, Ford did that, by the way, Aaron, because GM <laughs> at that time wasn't, and I don't know what their thought process was behind that. The manual pump right. would suck all the way up, but I, I don't know why they did that. Sure. So any, uh, I mean, my first thought was just the diaphragm and the mechanical pump went bad, but then when I saw nah, that, I doubt pump. it. And the, the downside to that, this is voice of experience talking from working on those way back in the day. Uh, you either have to get rid of the, the in-tank pumps themselves and then put a manual pump up on the frame rail or just put a new pump in the tank. Because we never found that you could get the manual, you know, the, the pump on the frame rail, the additional pump, to suck through that pump that's in right. the tank itself. So right. we were never successful at adding 
you know, we always thought, well, just add, a, just add another fuel pump on the frame rail and call it good. It'll suck through. No, they, they no, really don't. Okay. Yeah, the one in the tank is enough restriction. Yeah, exactly. You so you got to get that right. pump changed out. Make sure all those hoses, too, are good back to those tanks, too, because if there's any kind of, you know, crack, crack in the hose, any kind of suction that can be pulled right. other than that, you'll, you'll never a get problem that manual too. That's pump right. to, That's right. to work right. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate because the mechanical pump's a lot cheaper than the electric pump. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then you got to, of course, take the tank down and all that or right. paint in the rear or and, take the bed off one of the two. And are those pumps even still available? Yeah, that I would look at that first, too, Aaron. Yeah. You, can you? They are. Okay. They are. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, if you're, if you're good there, then you could go that route and, again, either pull the tank or take the bed off one of the two. Make sure you're getting power to it, too. Make sure, you know. That's true, too. Right. Check all that first. And all that stuff, so, yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Sorry, Thanks Aaron. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and I don't know why Ford did that back in the day. It was yeah. a goofy thing that they did, and I don't know why they did that. Um, and it made it really difficult back in the day to even do the diagnostics of those because it was just a goofy system to begin with. Yeah, I, I can't. I, or can I? Don't know any other way to explain that. That was just a yeah, goofy right. way of. I, I don't know. Just a goofy way of doing it back then. <laughs> just so. the way they did. All right, it. really quick. I got a couple minutes. I'll give you a little bit of recap of the SEMA show, uh, which you know somebody texts in saying, "You know, what's the one thing you saw that you really, you know, just couldn't live without?" I'll be up, frankly, honest. Nothing. There wasn't a single thing there that I just looked at and said, "Oh, yep, got to have." Got to have one of those. Um, there wasn't. This wasn't a year. Even going through all the new products section and so on, it just wasn't one of those years where it was like, yeah, I got to have. You know, got to have that. Now there was some nice new products. Don't get me wrong, but nothing that just jumped right out and said, oh yeah, this is. There was a lot of remaking of old products in the new products. And if I used to judge those those sections back in the day, the the off road and van truck accessory end of things at SEMA for a long time, about 10 years. And I will tell you, one of the rules I had was if it's a remade old product, that's not a new product to me, and I didn't even judge it. I just move on because it's like, okay, it's a new tow rope. Okay, big deal. I don't care if it's got new hooks on it or new this or whatever. It's still tow rope at the end of the day. It's nothing new about that. So I had my own set of rules as to how that worked, and uh, the judges now are not the same as me, so they're doing it differently in some things that I wouldn't have passed off as a new product, of course, when, and you know, for example, a new lift kit is not a new product. <laughs> lift kits have been around since the 70s. There's nothing new about them. It may be a new part number for a new type of vehicle that's out, but it's not new. Unless there's something about it that offsets or, you know, that sets it apart from all other lift kits in the past. Okay, that might be different. But if it's just a you know, bunch of brackets and so on and maybe even a new style knuckle or whatever, okay, at the end of the day... It's still a lift kit, and to me, it doesn't pass muster as to passing off as a quote-unquote new product. But I'm digressing. Did anything really stand out? The most annoying thing, two things that were super annoying. One, all the stupid high three-foot-tall, not the truck, but the lift kit three-foot-tall that really make these trucks just look absolutely stupid in my opinion. No front drive shafts, dumbest thing ever. I don't know why people build them. I'm sorry. It's just not a thing for me. The second thing that I thought was the most annoying thing ever You'll see some of this being reported on. For EV owners, they are now making, so like a Ford Lightning, they are making a speaker kit that gets mounted by the back bumper that literally you can pick the sound you want it to sound like, Hellcat, Mustang, whatever. (laughs) 
and they're <laughs> piping sound out of the back of the EV to make it sound like an actual ICE vehicle. The <laughs> dumbest thing ever, and it annoyed the heck out of me as to why you'd even spend any time at all developing something that I doubt seriously the average EV owner will ever own in the first place or buy in the first place. The most annoying thing ever. You'll see some people reporting on it, and to me, I didn't even stop and look. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So I'll leave it at that. Ken Rackley, Tech. give them your number really quick. Yeah, my number is 303-364-3391. All right. Tech Automotive out here in Aurora. Guys, have a great week. We'll see you all on Monday. I appreciate you very, very much. Again, the text line, 307-200-8222. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.